coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California. This is the Strings Unraveled Book Club. You know, before we started, I intended to look up like how many of these we've done, and I forgot. So I don't know what number it is, but I Ooh. thought I was gonna look. Um, maybe we've I'll at do least that while you're... years worth of books, I think, at least. I'll look when you're doing the synopsis thing. But anyway, um, if we sound a little bit different, we have new recording equipment, so hopefully it's better. Everybody yeah. has their own microphone now, so hopefully you'll be able if to hear everybody. If any of us everybody. is quiet, it's our own fault. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're still learning how this works because uh, well, was that if, it, if it doesn't that. work, it's my fault. <laughs> Wait, you didn't hear me just now? <laughs> yeah, uh, what you didn't say came out loud and clear. <laughs> I, I don't, think it was dare me. I wish you could see the faces. <laughs> uh, sound recording is not a talent of mine just yet. Maybe yeah. it will be. but um, So maybe we'll get better. I don't know. We'll see how this sounds when I go and edit the podcast. Anyway... This is our book club, and I'm going to let Karen take over because this was her pick. And while she does that, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can figure out what episode this cool. is. So this month we did a, um, we read a book from one of my favorite authors, Lisa C., called The Island of Sea Women. S-E-A, not like S-E-E, which is her last name. <laughs> <laughs> the synopsis of it is, is like this. Um, her book introduces us to two young girls, Young Suk and Mija, Living in the island of Jeju in Korea, they become best friends as they train and join an ancient collective of all, of all fe- female divers called the Henyo. But as the years go on, and it's like an 80-year friendship that the book spans, Young Suk and Mija must fl- face the harsh realities of their respective lives, which draw them both closer together and further apart. Um, so that's the basic synopsis of the book. First of all... Did you guys like it? This is going to make like my top list of all the books we've done. I really, I really enjoyed it. It was a long book and I listened to it on audible. I didn't read it. Um, and I took my time with it and it was enjoyable for the most part. It was very hard to listen to at some other parts, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely going to be one of those that sticks with you. This is, I got very emotional. This is our 12th episode. So this marks one year of book club. Awesome. (laughs) I had a feeling it was significant. Yeah. This is a good one because it was just so good. Um, I think this comes from um, Carol. She's really the one who turned us all onto this. Our our girl, Carol. Um, I love this book. I mean, that's really, (laughs) I mean, to me, this tells told me a story of women empowerment that for where it is the culture it is yeah. it was the mm-hmm. culture of this area was all about women empowerment sometimes where men stayed home and took care of the kids and the women went out into the sea and faced harsh cold but they were like a sisterhood mm-hmm. with all the good parts and the bad parts that right. come with that i think that it's it's kind of interesting to line it up with the current work life of women in the world um my husband was very offended by these news stories because he's really i've been saying he's really been the primary caregiver of our children for the last year or so but he like women go out in the work world these women go out and they dive and they get the family's livelihood but it does come up again and again that they still carry the weight of the household running oh yeah and that the husbands do and i don't know if this was a little tongue-in-cheeky that this is how working husbands view their stay-at-home 
wives uh-huh. that um, you know mothers that mm-hmm. um, all they because at some point they say all that they do is mind the children and have dinner ready. Yeah, they cook and they mind. The <laughs> yeah, but truly they go on to iterate that like we do the laundry we do the mending we care for the all the fields the wet and the dry fields and they oh, li- no. they do lists like they these are the, the things, elders in the family right these are the things the men don't do and truly their list was dinner and children yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is no small yeah. task but for women you know these are women who are doing they because you also know that those women are doing the cooking and caring for children as well we yeah. see it again right. and again yeah and when they say wet and dry field they consider the ocean where they go out and harvest that's the wet field mm-hmm. but besides doing that they are also farming mm-hmm. they yeah, also have the a plot of land of the, the farming the wet no, or the dry field. which was a little nuts to me that's what that i was thinking that, out like, that way how come they don't how come they're not in charge of the dry fields and right. the women are in oh, charge of the wet fields? No. Uh, okay, now like how we have mommy and me days at the park. Yeah. That the men had sort of that where they got together and occasionally they had a drink, but they were just watching kids play out someplace. Yeah. yeah. So they had daddy and me Why days. Why couldn't they go to the field and have and daddy work. and me at the field? Yeah. <laughs> this seems like a very well, bad organization well, of labor. <laughs> exactly, because it was still up to the women to train their daughters to also do the farming. Right. Yeah. Well, daddy so, could train son and daughter. It was a, well, it, but it was, it's definitely an interesting dynamic. It's interesting. Because it's not like sure. anything else in the world, especially at that time. Yeah. Yeah. This oh my takes goodness. place, it starts in like the mm, 30s? It's late 1930s, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes through a, cu- a couple, you know, it goes through the World War II, it goes mm-hmm. through the Korean War, it mm-hmm. goes through various governmental changes. The Vietnam War. The Viet- mm-hmm. and, um, April 1938. Yeah. To um, sometime 2009. And just maybe a little background of what the um, the sea women here. This is a reflection, the story of real, the characters may be fictional, but they reflect the culture of real women that of Korea that, that says have supported their families for millennia by diving for, for various seafood. And they watch, they go out and pair like in groups and, Okay, not only that, but we'll get into this later, but sometimes they traveled for this job, mm-hmm. which to me was like, wow, that's just amazing. And they're going in all kinds of things. But So the Henyo, or sea women of Korea, are real people who have provided for the families. that say they dive up to 30 feet deep. There's no underwater breathing aids. They dig up creatures from the ocean floor by hand and bring them to the surface. It says this incredible practice has been going on for thousands of years, and the diving tradition of the Henyo continues to be passed down to new generations of women. Um, some of these, some of the not women going to into the book, not according to well, the book, a lot less nowadays. Still a lot exist, less, but but during that time, you had you had like women in their sixties and seventies still going out and diving. Uh-huh. Although the, although there was a certain age where they were kind of told to sort of step back and retire right. the ripe old age of 55, <laughs> which I'm like, I mean, I, I want to retire at 55. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be re- kind of retired by now. That's some hard work though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I didn't have to live as you long. Know, but retire means from the wet fields. I don't think they get oh, to yeah. retire from the dry fields. Like, that's yeah. true. The yeah. they were, that's true. They were only from, the, well, they, they still clean, had everything they, else. Um, scavenge on the, they collect yeah, they work on the, yeah. on the shore. And they also and... help watch, they also help watch, the, train the young ones mm-hmm. 
they may not go out and do the deep deep water wet field, wet work, but they might go into the cove and help train the younger the baby divers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So baby divers is not about their age; it's about their experience. <laughs> so you'd There's... be like a woman in your thirties and be still a, be, you a can baby still be a baby diver. diver. You get to be a little diver, yeah. and then you get to be a regular diver, yeah. and then you get to be a grandmother diver. Yeah. Just before you retire at 55 yeah. <laughs> ish. Um, it's weird. Okay. One of the things the book that struck me too is there's this really deep connection with the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, these women can be up to ready to, they could be out there diving and only come in because they're in labor mm-hmm. to deliver their children. I know. Me sometimes they don't. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they go on the lever on the boat. They got on the boat. They got on the boat. But if you think about, okay. So when I was with my firstborn, I did aerobics until I was until about seven months. And then the last two months I did water aerobics. And I will tell you, you're very buoyant Mm -hmm. in that water. (laughs) It's still, you still work up a sweat in the pool, but I can see, um, the water on on your joints is going to be a lot better about how, because in her last pregnancy, their diving is banned. So she can't be in the water and how much harder it is on her body to be pregnant on land. Like like a regular people. Right. than she's used to in the water. I loved when she gave birth to her first child and they were diving and she like popped out her baby and strapped it down on the boat on its little like bed and then just went back in the water to finish her day's work. (laughs) And she's like, all right, we're going home with my new baby now. And that's when she was in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're talking about leaving home water work that they, uh, that they got to do. Yeah. She didn't know she was pregnant when she left for that. Let let me uh, go back before we get too far ahead. And, that and was one of the moments. There's like all these moments I you could so like many feel with, that there was something. This is gonna be something you come back to. Like I felt mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Mija gave birth first. Oh wait, no, she didn't. Never mind. Remember, like we find out that she why she had to marry. Right, it's a very yeah. Um, but we don't know early, so she, never mind. Yeah. I, I was th- I was having a thought I had, and then realized, oh, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> but because she thought she might be pregnant from that, right? right. But then she wasn't. So <laughs> the story actually doesn't believe. It actually starts with young Suk as an old woman gathering algae on the beach, and I will say, the the story goes back and forth between her young and her older. Um, and being yeah, you have two storylines where it's like she stayed. It's it took me a while to figure out that it's the same person. <laughs> well, they use the same name. Yeah, but it took me it it took me a little bit, and then I realized like you yeah. see her age, so from a child all the way up till she's a grandmother mm-hmm. in one storyline, and then it jumps back and forth to like kind of like present day, not really, but um, two thousand eight, more modern, right? So. You have you jump back to that, but then when you go back to like in the past, she's gotten a little bit older, so you mm-hmm. really cover the majority of her lifespan. So, a couple questions here: What secrets or clues about the past and the present are revealed in the scenes that take place in two thousand eight? Why do we only understand the beginning of the novel after we're almost finishing it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of knew because at the beginning she's hostile toward this family that wants to talk to her. And you're curious as to why. And you don't even know at the beginning that it's Mija's family. No, you, but they, you, you know it pretty you, quickly, though. You right. know that they're, you do know pretty quickly, not right away, but you know that they're showing her, they're, they're trying to find information about a woman and they're going to all the older women on the beach, showing her a picture. And she's like, no, I know nothing about that person. And you can, 
sense that she that she does that she that does part. know but there is clearly a hostility and there's something bad happened in a break um and there's and of course yeah there's a lot going I on might, there i might cry right now while we talk about it like <laughs> i love that things, teenager though uh, her tenacity yes, when she says like when she reveals how close she was to her grandmother mm-hmm. and there's like there's hints even of, i mean lisa c did i mean this is my first book i read by her she did a very artful storytelling mm-hmm. in how something about the her tone that tells you when like that's interesting you know mm-hmm. when she says i learned the um the jeju um, dialect from mm-hmm. my grandmother because that's how she preferred to talk to me um the young girl, the the young girl that is on the beach, and then with, with starts, her with her mother, yeah, and then she starts talking about her family tree that she never, um, she never met her grandmother, right. and um, and how um, and how her name's escaping me right now. <laughs> young how Sook. Young Sook reacted um, to the mention of that person. Yeah. Yeah, there's secrets that are being revealed in that end scene that are both... Well, there's secrets that are secret to Young Sook that she's learning, but then there's secrets that you as an author are also learning separate from her. Mm-hmm. Because reader, she yeah. knows that her daughter... She knows, she knows who this girl right. is. She knows yeah. this is her great-granddaughter. She recognizes yeah. her because she looks but like her But doesn't know that that was her great-granddaughter. No. Not right away, but I kind of suspected that there was that I mean, had to be a connection. I really did just think... For much of the book, I think that was the water, like the moment when I'm like, oh, there's a deeper connection here. Like, yeah. why would she, why would she react to this girl that Mija's son married? Right. Um, and um, she was um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because the author leads you to believe because they think that when they're friends their firstborns are going to fall in love and marry each other yeah so her ah. oldest daughter and her son are going to end up together and that didn't and happen it didn't so you happen, don't so think you kind because... of forgot about it and okay. you're like okay well then i guess they're not destined to be together right. and then near the end you realize oh he actually married her younger daughter yeah. and that's how they're connected and then when i realized that they that. married when she, okay so is it chun lee the youngest daughter, yes. she comes home and she has a special announcement. And, uh-huh. you, and you know, just you know like, exactly what it is. just like Young Sook knew what it was, you know that she's announcing. She, as soon as she said like, oh, I'm just grabbing something from Mija. Um, right. You know that they're, you know, they're together and that bond has been made. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I realized that that you know that's when you realize right and then i realized that her baby went away and she never i know she never saw and she probably had that kind of breast cancer that kills you after you have a baby (laughs) because i I mean like that's the unveiling Mm -hmm. of the story and Mm -hmm. so like like so much lost so much because i was gonna say the so much half knowledge yeah when you so much so much so many misconnections and communication because it because of half not enough knowledge but just enough for for hurt feelings to yeah. block communication yeah. it's like it does when we only our own perception without having context we make we can jump to conclusions and that happens with to the character to this main character 
she jumps to a conclusion she, without knowing why she only she she went through they went through various times of pain and in the depth of her pain she could only see her pain and had great expect expectations of her friend not understanding the context of her why what happened and so she be in her disappointment she became bitter and that dictated how she the decisions she made over and over and over again and she missed out until the very end almost was she bitter i because i parts didn't of get her, parts of her bitter. i thought parts of her i thought were bitter wounded or, and resolved like those are the two things like she resolved to just let them be like they resolved to let them go to america and not be a part of their life well, I, i'm thinking about the bitterness toward toward, toward media toward yeah. media so it, one of the things you talked about earlier and i think this goes out when young Suk and Mija are 15 young Suk's mother says to them you are like sisters and i expect you to take care of each other today and every day as those tied by blood would do um so how are these words are how are these words of warning the friendship between young Suk and Mija is just one of many examples of powerful female relationships in the novel discuss the ways in which female relationships are depicted and the important role they play on Jeju. Cause I'm thinking about the sisters, mm -hmm. the, 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 the two the um, Kong sisters. The, yeah. From, which I was, I had to, I kept remembering cause you're introduced to them actually as old women. Yeah. On they're the beach. at the beach with her that, <laughs> but the day too, but they're, they're, they're like, they're like the they're practically family, uh -huh. but they had their own kind of fought, you know, a little bit of rivalry Ooh. kind of fall, falling out difficulties yeah. also but clearly they resolved it because they're on the beach together as older women they and she goes to talk to i don't remember which one because their name sounded so familiar um <laughs> the yeah the one who lost her daughter and she's like how did you ever forgive your sister for for it and he she was like what else was i gonna do she's my sister i had to yeah. you know it was hard but because she's my sister and then i was thinking about that in the context of mija and young sook because they said they said themselves they're they're closer than sisters you know yes but maybe not because this the the this the ones who were sisters by blood they still had a different connection mm -hmm. than misuk and um the Mi Mijang and young suk mm -hmm. because <laughs> that's their friend name <laughs> Mi -suk. That's Mi -suk. Right. <laughs> yeah like so until they're like married women they're misuk <laughs> I hope that's not anything rude. So. <laughs> um, um, but there were some other kind of, there was other female relationships. You know, oh, I think of, oh, I think of their, their mothers. Like Mi Zhang's mother. Uh, no, I guess Mi Zhang was raised by her aunt, right? Mm -hmm. Her aunt and uncle. Mija. 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 <laughs> Mixing them up. You're um, trying out different couple names. That's I get right. It. <laughs> you know, well, Angelina. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then like the 180 degree flip. When she is, I mean, first of all, how how do you survive after what she went through? Like, I mourn that for about a week after experiencing that part of the book. And what mm -hmm. I'm talking about is, was is it the April, the four three incident? Yeah, the four yeah the four three incident. That was like, a real, that, and I looked that up historically. That is a that was a real yeah. thing. This that book happened. is very good. It's on very well lining, researched lining up well. These are real yeah. places, real events that happened. Yeah. Even if the characters, including the one like um, body thing, I wanted to bring up because you know I got very excited. I'm going off 
topic. I'm sorry. That's I got okay. very excited when um, we were back in um, the Vada Vada Vladivostok. Thank you, because we were just there. We were just there oh, in yeah. um, in Oksana Bihar. Oh yeah. That's and so, so funny. Then, I didn't think I, of that. So I had to look it up, and I'm like, because we've been there twice. Like right. we should know where we've been. Um, it's a tiny little blip in you know huge russia and then to have it connect in this book too i wanted to look up so then i'm like oh what's jeju like like because i wanted to see like what their geographic Mm -hmm, relationship mm -hmm. was and so when you google jeju island Mm -hmm. if you want to do that right now (laughs) you get to see pictures right i love traveling via Mm -hmm. google because that's what we can do right so they have do you see the sculptures yet This one? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, nope. I guess I got a different Google result. Maybe hmm. do it on this computer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there is this island. There's a museum because you know she's talking about how she doesn't want to go anywhere with the Kong sisters later, uh-huh. and they talk about the island of or the island, the Museum of Human Sexuality, hmm. and that is one of the oh, first yeah. things I got when I googled Jeju Island. <laughs> Was what? There's this beautiful sculpture garden with these very... Oh, oh they did talk about the sculpture yeah. garden in the book. Yeah. yeah, with these very explicit but oh gorgeous. My. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, yes, I did there see go. that. I gotta see this. But it this. came up, like, right away for me. <laughs> no, I had to Google a little harder to find the things that I'm looking for. I used the work computer, just so you guys know. Oh, I'm kind of holding him in place. <laughs> oh, oh I like that one. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I gotta close this tab. <laughs> so, what were you talking about? Before? Go ahead and Google that, guys. It's super cool. It's mentioned in the book, but she, Lisa C, did a great job of giving it place. Yeah, uh-huh. for example. Yes. <laughs> um, and so when she, when she depicts what happens to her family and her community. Um, I don't know how a person survives that. Yeah. And these things happen throughout human history over and over again. Mm-hmm. And the atrocities we visit on each other terrify me. And to hear um, such a vivid description yeah, of it. Yeah, it was really hard to... I was I listened to it on Audible, so it was hard to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was weeping. <laughs> I was yelling <laughs> in my car. I was like, "What the hell, book? Why are you doing this to me?" It was. I was already kind of. So this is my one critique of the book. I was a little frustrated by the book because I understand why, but it got so into the aspects of the war that I felt a little bogged down in the center of the book. True. Yeah. Um. So at that point, I was already kind of like this. Like, it was a lot that was already happening. And then yeah. that was sort of, like, the culmination the of it all. That right. led to it. Which, So, again, by then, I was already frustrated and upset. Yeah. And then that happened. And I was like, I can't listen to this book anymore. But there is it gives comfort. you a glimpse of the depth of... They're, they're already carrying so much mm-hmm. fear and pain and stress. And then it keeps piling on. because And the people that are committing this... That the fact that they're capable of that—it's their own countrymen. They're, it's yeah. their own. I mean, that's the thing they even the said over and over again. America played in it of condoning it and letting it happen. Oh, it made but me so angry. Was, their own the says, people doing it to them. She says, like she says, other Koreans would never do these this to each other. Yeah, yeah. And it it something I was thinking about because I I love that this book taught me so much about Korea and the mm-hmm. history of Korea mm-hmm. in the twentieth century. Um. 
because I will say I am, I was ignorant and I, mm-hmm. I need to learn more. Um, I mean, I, I have a somewhat understanding of what goes on now, but how did we get here? Right. So I, um, just like a little aside, I remember, I was thinking about this girl a lot. And when I uh, worked for the bank, we were all in banker training together and you sat together kind of like in school where you had four desks together or uh-huh. something like that. That's how I remember it. And, um, someone at the table, she's like, oh yeah, I, um, my family immigrated from Korea. I came here when I was a child and, um, someone at the table asked her, oh, where are you from? North or South Korea? Mm-hmm. And I knew not to ask that. Cause like, you don't come from North Korea. Well, I was exactly. I'm like, <laughs> if her family escaped North Korea, you're casually asking her about that. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That's like saying, how'd you get away from Auschwitz? Yeah, I mean, right. seriously, it's right. a bad question. Which someone don't... will maybe tell you, but you better be but ready. You know yeah. yeah. You yeah. better be ready. That's not casual. That's not a casual conversation right. that you just bring her on. It's like, yeah, it's one a lot. thing. Yeah, it's not casual get to know you as colleagues conversation at a training that, where you may never see the person again. It's like, you know, <laughs> that's way too personal. So question. this wonderful woman, so kind, um, says, you know, you don't ask a Korean where they're from because Koreans only see one Korea. Mm. And I've always thought about that, like in my like very low understanding of of what makes Korea tick. Uh And I I think about it when I hear about the atrocities and the trouble that North Korea has, that Mm -hmm. how their countrymen would probably just desperately want to relieve them of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm putting a lot on it that I'm making up. Mm -hmm. But but I think about that woman saying that and having the willingness to to share that with, with this table of basic strangers. And I kept thinking about her while I was reading this, like as we mm-hmm. get to the point where Korea gets divided. When I worked at a bank, I worked with a gal who was Korean. Um, and I give the, I thought of her during this too, because I mean, I knew her in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was always, her experience was also very different, but I, her parents would have come from that same time. She was She'd, she was she was born she'd be here. A contemporary. She would have her parents would have been a young good... suck, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably. She's more my age or slightly I mean, no, oh, her parents. Her parents her parents yeah. would have been, yeah. And um and we she we would go to dinner sometimes in Koreatown. But it made me think of what how much how much we don't know because you know what? It's not our business unless they share that with us. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that Still, was a great generosity for her to share that. Something with us. you mentioned about one thing you're going to find within all of you, the Lisa C movie uh, books <laughs> is they're so well researched, and you're mm-hmm. going to learn more and more about the culture. She goes very in depth, and you learn so much about the culture from the perspective of someone who knows the culture, not an yeah. American or some not an outsider. Yeah, you learn something from that culture. She's I always learn. I um, wanted to, stuff. I thought I wanted to reread this book and I still do. I think what I want to do is share this book now. Kind mm-hmm. of probably what, maybe that's what Carol was feeling when yeah. she turned us all on to it. Yeah. Um, so I, I already have someone who I'm going to, you know, lend this book to, but um, I think I really just want to read more Lisa C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's both a lot of, she teaches you a lot, like you were saying, Karen, about the culture, but also like what Anne was saying about the history, yeah. because I also was ignorant about the history of Korea. Um, and it was fascinating to see 
during that time period how the division came to be and i learned mm-hmm. i just learned so much from this book that i right. wasn't expecting to right you don't expect to learn a lot mm-hmm. when you're reading a novel so, so i really enjoyed that <laughs> yeah we've got more questions about the book but i do want to recommend shanghai girls because mm-hmm. shanghai being a different part a different culture of mm-hmm. china than other parts of china and you learn okay i didn't know I knew I've always heard about Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about Angel Island in La, in San Francisco, yeah. and it talks about mm-hmm. okay, a, Angel Island in San Francisco was basically like a concentration camp until uh, it, 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 people did go out, but they it was a huge people I, I'm could people my could head be stuck it's... there for more than a year. <laughs> they could be there stuck on that island like yeah. prisoners. So, and the tea tea girl of Hummingbird Lane, I learned about even tea culture had no idea mm-hmm. that you know like when we see tea in a tea bag that's like nothing it's packed in hard condensed cakes and there's a rich it's it's very healthy there's a culture so there's so much you can learn from lisa c mm-hmm. um another question here young Suk's mother recites a traditional henio aphorism every woman who enters the sea carries a coffin on her back which is such a heavy uh, thing to think about, yeah. but it's, it's, it's but true. It's, it's one of the things they say, you are not afraid of death so much because this is what you are trained that this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. This is part of your culture. But, but she also says that the sea is like a mother. And then later in page 71, grandmother says the ocean is better than your natal mother because the sea is forever. Mm-hmm. How do these contradictory ideas play out in the novel? What do they say about the dangerous work of the Henyo? Oh, I don't know if they I, contradict. I mean, it's the truth I don't of, think they contradict. I think of mother-daughter relationships, right. of friendships. Like, I mean, it, it, those things play out in the maternal and the friendships in this cuz like the it's friendship not without, like, it's not without pain, but yeah. it's there. But it this doesn't friendship stop. Dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um her her family dies, her mother dies, her children die. Like but the sea is comfort. Right. Even in her old age, when her limbs get tired, she goes into the sea and it, it takes the weight off. Right. There is a soothingness. There's a connection to yeah. it. Her mother died, but the sea remains, you know? Like... Or I think about, okay, but where they say the coffin, I think about when, is it her daughter that goes out with and is, is because they, when they go into certain areas, they, they, they do the buddy system. With so, with Yeah. Not knowing that um, the girl went down and then was never seen again. Mm-hmm. And when they look for her. Do you think she her, was pregnant? No. I don't think she was. I thought she was. I don't know. I don't but know. It, I, don't but, I mean, was. I think that young man was misjudged. Like, yes. young Sook yeah. misjudged. But I don't think <clears throat> I don't think that it was a suicide. I think it was just one of the tragic accidents of the sea is that they were when she, when they try to find, and there's that teaching moment too, where she tries, to, she brings her daughter, she goes down with her daughter. And mm-hmm. t- because there's a moment where, where her daughter is just feeling the pain of the, lo- uh, of the confusion, not knowing what could happen. It would not, you know, that until she had gotten some of that question answered, she wasn't going to leave. Yeah. She was going to always wonder and be drawn to that. And she wouldn't really be able to move forward with her life or with anything. But when she, almost gets swept away in that under underwater current you could see that wow there's just no way that they and i think of a mother your daughter's just there and then she's gone and there there's no body no nothing mm-hmm. yep. don't don't they have a ceremony 
too also when someone dies about how they return them to the sea but or they there's something that they do to appease the, the ocean mm-hmm. god or goddess so but that to she let doesn't the spirit speak so she's not a hungry ghost so she's not a hungry ghost i don't i don't know if that was exactly the intention but well they didn't find wansoon's body ever Mm -hmm. so they couldn't perform the the like funeral ritual for her so she was a hungry ghost whereas like her mother wasn't because they had her body and could do the but but that's the funeral rites for her yeah but that there is something about the that ritual that is supposed to do something let the spirits speak well yeah because they speak through um Shaman Kim. Shaman Kim. Mm-hmm. I love that shaman. She's so wise. <laughs> some of it was her, and some of it was the, you know, the, um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Anyway. This book um, is so good. <laughs> okay. There's so much to unpack. Like, like the whole, where did the Heidi books come from? Yeah, they didn't really touch on that. Because I want to Google said there that. was Swiss it's, influence, right? Yeah. But well, then I thought I, I was expecting to learn more about that or for that to come into play. But well, they said that the that came from the um, these the, a box of Heidi books being distributed on the island, and then no one never knew where they came from. Huh. And that's where our girl Clara gets her name. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. I thought that uh, that was gonna come back, but yeah, it was. Uh, I like that they had that to share that they all and the daughter could read and she couldn't so she would read to her mom the the story of Heidi and it made me want to read Heidi because I've never read it but yes I um hope this comes out right (laughs) (laughs) I appreciated the portrayal of these characters who are genius at what they do Mm -hmm. And the reminder that just that like literacy and book learning are not always valuable things. Right. She was able to provide for her family and be a strong independent provider. And, you know, she never learned how to read even as an older woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The realization that the, um, the ear the iPod was not playing music and that it was just playing her ground. Mija testimonial but you don't know that until later yeah yeah and and that young sook gets that chance to hear her friend explain is me just still alive no did they say when she passed away um toward the very end end. i didn't remember hearing that and i wondered i thought she died she died of cancer i thought or her grandmother did yeah Yeah. um they died right i i must have just missed it it all of it wraps up kind of like in a whirlwind almost. A right, bit. <laughs> it all kind of happens real quickly, and I couldn't remember if maybe it was mentioned before or if I just was expecting Mija to show up at the end and she didn't. And I don't know. I um appreciated that Clara and her mother were so ready to meet Young Young Sook where she was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I wonder if Clara's mother doesn't didn't have like a little was it Janet is her name? yeah that wouldn't you feel this like loss or jealousy because this is her her other grandmother mm-hmm. right and or yeah and she yeah. she's getting to meet her other grandmother and all these years lost. And yeah, she would an go interesting... to, like, when Clara points, oh, you went to LA? Right. 
You, you she used says to come to LA. She's like, I went to LA before to visit my family, and I could have driven by their house. I could have looked them up, and I didn't. You know? Yeah. It must Ouch. be that. I, yeah. It's yeah. I was thinking a lot about Janet and Clara, and how strong of characters they ended up being. And like you said, they were so willing to meet her where she was. They were super restrained about it. They weren't angry at her, which was interesting because it would be hard not to be but because of me just perspective she says like i was a bad person it's not young sook's fault that this happened you know i just pray that she can forgive me so having that perspective from her grandmother i don't know it was interesting that they the characters that they ended up being even though you don't hardly know anything about them yeah <clears throat> i guess we kind of get to know them through their actions mm -hmm. like what drove them to be there their willingness to carry this message from Mija to the, to her. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they came for the opening of the museum, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of which the I think her I think both both um Mija and my brains Young Sook were both pictured there partly because and I want to bring this up the visit of the scientists to the island. Which is real, because when Kevin, like, yeah. it, that's another, like, historical point. Because mm -hmm. when I was telling Kevin what I was reading, um, he was like, oh, yeah, don't they, didn't they study them? They have, like, right. a special enzyme, and that's what, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, it, that's them. It says here, <laughs> at first it would seem that the visit of the island was something of a digression. But what important consequences does the visit have for Young Sook and the other Henyo? I think it's sort of, they knew that they, it, it's almost like they knew that what they did was different from, because not every woman can, not every woman on that island can be, mm -hmm. uh, can be a henio. You, they have to, even the progression from baby diver to young diver, not everybody makes it out of baby diver. You, uh -huh. That's what they're saying. You may start off as a teenager as a baby diver. You may spend your whole life as a baby diver and never get grow beyond that but then 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 there's that thing that comparison with the um remember they had the they had regular women and they had the henyo and they were trying to compare to see what was different um mm -hmm. there was a there was one point where oh, i lost my train of thought someone else bring, pick it up <laughs> so I'll say something. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna change direction a little bit because cool. I'm flipping through the book trying to find. Uh -huh. They say she's dead somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and maybe it's just that they are always talking about her in the past tense. Maybe it doesn't say. Okay. Um, yeah, I couldn't remember if it said explicit explicitly or. Right. Yeah. And it's just maybe it's I inferred. actually thought that they did talk about. Uh, they, they might. I just can't find it yet. But Misha being dead because there was there was a there was a. I felt like when the the young gal was on the beach talking to uh -huh. young Sook, that any, you know, when all is being revealed, that pretty much any chance of her reconciling was long gone. And the, when she hears the sacrifices that young Sook really did make on her behalf, mm -hmm. that her chance, uh, I felt, I, I just felt grieved that the she finally sees she didn't know up to this point the depth of what she really lost. You know, she, she, but I think I felt heartbreak that all these years, she, all these decades, she could have had that friendship mm -hmm. and the real, you know, the, the, um, the grief of irreconcil 
ir- whatever that word Irreversible. is. Irreversible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to learn from Mija's perspective her take on the incident and what happened afterwards mm-hmm. and how she made sacrifices for Young Sook that she didn't even know about, you know, and she makes good points because Young Sook's upset because she's like, Well, why didn't you help us that day? Her husband, her sister in law, her mm-hmm. son all died. And she thinks that Mija could have done something about it, right? Mm-hmm. And Mija says, you know, I couldn't have done... Well, initially she's like, I couldn't have helped you, you know, and there, and she's upset about it, but later it's revealed that she says she didn't take her family because she didn't want to subject them to <sighs> being raised by her husband who was abusive, and she's like... It, and, and Clara says, like, it's better to be beaten than to be dead, like... I'd rather live with an abusive parent than to, you know, mm-hmm. not live at all. And Amija admits that she was wrong in thinking that, but at the time she's like, everything happened so quickly. What was I supposed to do? You know, so her hearing that perspective from her, cause I didn't consider that yeah, because I considered her perspective in that, like, well, you know, what was she supposed to do? She couldn't right. have done anything. Even if like Young Sook was being a little, like she had too much of an expectation of her. Right. She had a very big expectation. She had no idea what was really going on. And if she was in that same situation, how she would have reacted. Right. And, and Misha's husband would never have t- really taken that. I think anyway, that it, young, it, no, that's not true. That's why she limps. He beat her and broke her leg because he would have. Because he owed to, them so much for his honor. Oh. Not, not for any nicety, but no. because for his honor and right. his his uh what do you call it um, but he would have eventually beat on them yeah. too oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. but Mija is right but he, except for the fact that he probably would to have uphold taken his them, own honor and he take... probably would have stopped it all actually yeah if it, it, he may have had that in his did power. he really have that power because i have. thought that he, i did i felt like he was kind of kowtowing to the that there were authorities there that i agree he had to i, I don't agree. know that he had like the when he showed up and was trying to defuse it to get his wife. Mm-hmm. I felt that he might not have the authority that Young Sook thought he had. Yeah. Right. Because I agree with you. I totally think that he might not have been able to stop it. But um, but that's why he beat her. And that's why she left. Yeah. It was interesting <laughs> when they talked about that. Because initially I was like, he was mad that Mija didn't say anything. And I was like, well, does that mean that he's upset that his friends died? But then I was no. like, well, I guess not, Are because then they, later they on, him, they yeah. talk about how it was all just because of his reputation mm-hmm. that he didn't want to be seen as, you know, whatever. And that's why he was upset. But for like a split second, I thought, well, maybe there's a redeeming quality about um, no. what's his name, but there was not. No, no I, think he was an ass. I think Mija guarding <laughs> them was not wrong. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was absolutely right about that. But there that. was no way she could say that. No. There was no. I mean, I, I wonder how long it even took her to have words for that. Right. You know, because I'm sure it was like a a gut reaction, maybe. Um, I while I was flipping though, I came across this part that I loved um, when um, Clara says it follows along. Halmang um, Mija always said, "You called her Halmang Mija." Just hearing uh, her name that way leaves Young Sook unaccountably shaken. I usually called her Granny, but I but she preferred Halmang, which that's um, grandmother and goddess. And goddess, yeah. Um, which I want to be called goddess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, grand grand future grandchildren. Now you know. <laughs> but um, I I think I 
I think that line might have had a little more effect on the reader if they'd been using it a little bit more. Yeah, it was a purpose substitu- purposeful substitution to not. Um, but it did nonetheless. It's it struck a chord of like, how weird would it be to hear that that is the respect that Mija eventually demanded for herself? Right. Yeah, that's um, interesting that because, she preferred that. Yeah, because yeah. Young Sook still sees her as the as what she did when she last. Knew and her. Mija doesn't see herself in that high of regard because she no. talks about how she was a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to the end. Mm-hmm. But she, I mean, for her to prefer Hamong, that yeah. has to because I, I also think that she feels she feels the guilt of not speaking up that she might feel the weight of the deaths of her of her friend's family for the rest of her life and mm-hmm. that makes her a bad well, person like young sook feel the you know yuri's accident forever and her own the guilt of yeah. her own mother's accident which i mean can you put that on i had this like moment of young sook what are you doing going up you know like you told us that's not how you get an abalone yeah <laughs> you just killed your mom <laughs> so which is not true because no. Her mother knew better than to do what she did, too. There was another really neat um, thing that went along, went throughout, the like a thread that went along throughout the book. Um, long before the days of creative memories and photo albums, there was, the way that they made memorable oh, moments yes. was with rubbings. I love that. They, when, when, when they did the away from home work together and they went in and they, they went to a really fancy park. They did a rubbing of like the stone, like a stone uh, or the etching of a hotel, you know, uh-huh. the, the bathroom sign. The bathroom they sign said. because they didn't know what it said. So <laughs> oh, they... <laughs> the bathroom sign was in Jeju. Not, not no, Jeju. that was in Jeju City. Oh, are you sure? Oh, no. That, no, no. That was that the day was... of the, of the Henya March. Yeah, you're, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and the Henya March. Because they were like, oh, they still yeah. had that little girl naivete to right. them. That's why it just stuck out. But they did still, nonetheless, same things in Vladivostok. And yes. I agree. Yeah. That was just such a cool thing to do. Because um, throughout your life, I mean, the, they're, they're small people. she gets them back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to weep. Tell me, tell me, I forgot because it's okay. Um, read that part about I, when she gets I don't them back. remember exactly if it's like if she's thumbing through them when because there's an envelope that Clara gives her that has yeah, all the she's them. Through, I just listened, I finished listening to it. Oh, today. she was putting so them in the letters, right? She's looking through all the letters, yeah, by herself. She goes to her house, she gets the letters, she goes to the beach, she oh, sits down right. and opens them all. And she's like, I don't know why Mija thinks I can read this because I can't read. So she opens the letters and in each letter, there's also a rubbing included. Mm-hmm. So, and it starts from like their very first one in the first letter that they send her. And then in each subsequent letter, she says she gets two a year. Um, then she includes more and more rubbings for her to open. And that's when, when she gets Clara Janet's and foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when Clara and Janet show up to like talk to her again. And that's oh, when she finally. It's true that also. there's these rubbings of moments that she would have, that she yeah. missed. Yeah. But her friend loved her still so sharing. much. After she still made injury. sure. I know. And that, that separation. That oh. she, I know. Oops, okay, I'm getting cheery. <laughs> <laughs> but that she cared so much that she made the, she preserved these moments for her friend with the hopes that someday she they would, would be, be reconciled. Yeah. But she loved this so much for her friend, even if her friend was angry at her for the rest of right. her lives, she was going to look out for her because she had the position of being able to, yep. to have those, like share her, those moments. Like, 
like Young Sook meant tending to her house and caring for oh. her house, uh-huh. um, not knowing why she was driven to do it. Right. It's that that caretaking. I also think there was the because, better than family, you know. <laughs> because while she was angry at her friend, there was that part of her that missed, and She's, and was she wasn't ready to let go of that connection. She doesn't know why. She was doing it, but she was going to be ready for Mijo when she showed up. What? And she's like, I don't even but know what that means. Wasn't. Yeah, she's like, she I don't know what it means to be ready for her because then she does, and she's like, I've been taking care of your house. I don't know why. <laughs> Mijo's like, thank you, I appreciate it <laughs> because she was too mad to say so, or to, maybe she couldn't even articulate it. Right. The, right. Mean, every some time she, feelings don't. Every have time words. she went there, there was like a, this connection to her friend. Mm-hmm. Her anger kept her from really reaching out. But she could never fully give it thin, up because she, right? Because they were thicker than well, thin line between love and hate, right? Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> the people you feel the deepest for, you can you can go on either side of that razor. Um, I well, again, while I was in that section, going but trying to find where um, they they acknowledge that Mija um, has died, I noticed the language changes in the last um, 2008 section. Um, she refers, she mostly refers to them as Mija's daughter and Mija's granddaughter. Mm. And then in that last moment, she talks of them, like she says, Jana and Clara. And you know, like, I was that language changed. And I was interested so in why, which I don't understand why, um, in the parts of the book that are of the past and telling Young Sook's story growing up, they're from her perspective, their first person perspective but then in all the passages in 2008 they say it's like a third person perspective and young sook did this and young sook did that and she went here and she did that and i'm curious as to why you guys thought there was a difference because it would have been easy to tell the story a bit like oh i went to the museum opening and i met clara at the beach and i did this and that but it's Um, told from yeah that was an interesting voice change as we shifted forward and back i wonder if because of the importance of point of view and mm-hmm. only having a limited like like we do we we as the reader have when we're in in her story we have the same limited point of view as she has we only have her version of the of the story really yeah until yeah. the end and so when the, in when, the present yeah. we get a global view right yeah of the full story so i wonder if that's to amplify that we like that point of view and only seeing it through mm-hmm. young six eyes yeah, because she's like an untrusty, untrustworthy like narrator, narrator right? Because yeah. you're only mm-hmm. hearing about it from her perspective and her tainted point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a tainted point of view, I did think she was giving, like she didn't always act in her own self-interest. No. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't make, um, she didn't spread the rumors about uh, me just son. Mm-hmm. Like she, she kept that to herself, you know, even if it was kind of the common thought, she did not talk out of turn about it. So she even so she could have been lit it on fire, right? <laughs> but as angry as she was, she still loved her friend. Yeah, that loyalty. She there's that there's that bond that uh, also there's a bond that Henyo have. You notice the Henyo don't really turn on other Henyo except I thought there was one moment when no, I can't think of that. I thought it was really even okay going back in the, into the past a little bit more. I like I really love the connection that she had with her mother in law. Yeah. That, that was an interesting. It was interesting because it was, relationship. It was because I didn't. I in the beginning, I think her mother-in-law really doesn't like her. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's but, exemplar of mothers-in-law. Right. 
<laughs> but something happened when, because her mother-in-law and her mother were best friends. So she didn't just lose, it, was, she, it wasn't just that she lost her mother. Her mother-in-law also lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was that loss that brought them together. And there was things that she did with her mother-in-law and her mother-in-law took her side that, mm-hmm. I mean, her mother tried to, in law tried to train her to be the next leader because yeah. her mother had been the leader. I thought and that And really was tried amazing. to present her. Like that turn of tide. Mm. Which maybe, I mean, like, you don't know how your mother-in-law feels about you. Right. Until you kind of know, you know? <laughs> yeah. But she, but her mother-in-law also loved her mother so much that she was trying to honor what her best friend's wishes would have been. She's like, I, she knew that she said, I know your mother would have wanted you to oh, be yeah, in, okay. yeah. to be this leader. She, yeah. or, she had trained her from early, early. Mm-hmm. She gave her experiences earlier than most girls. Her you age. have to know that young Sook was not necessarily wrong about, and I was looking, I can't remember how, like, I loved listening to this because the pronunciations were figured right. out for me. Yes. But I was just, um, it's like, I looked up, it's D-O-S-A. Oh, Tosang. Tos- thank Tosang. you. Tosang. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I looked at it, I'm like, I don't know how to say that. Yeah, I, I, I have the like, characters in front of me. I'm like, I don't know who that person is. And I was like, oh, no, that's Tosang. Yeah. Because um, it doesn't sound like a D. It sounds it. like a T. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, some of the I didn't read it at all, which follow. I was really grateful for. Yes. Because I would have been bogged down in, in like, proper nouns like names of places and wanting to be able to make sure i'm pronouncing them correctly in my own brain so i mostly listened and then sometimes like some of the sections i would go back and read which Mm -hmm. was delightful Mm -hmm. i felt like a little kid in front of the stereo where you have your um, Uh your i forget they were a brand name it was like read and listen or something right and then turn the tape and then turn turn the tape now yep um (laughs) or change the record we had some that were records oh yeah yeah um and that that was kind of fun because <laughs> um, some words I have to see to learn uh-huh. maybe not in this time <laughs> so I just undid <laughs> the learning but um, Tosang um, probably did have those hostilities mm-hmm. I don't think Young Sook was imagining that like her daughter her daughter got herself in trouble <laughs> right but Young Sook was there for it Young Sook's mother got herself in trouble right but she was there for it um and for how little power she had in each of those situations there's still that like accusatory wondering of like how could you have stopped that you know right. i don't think she imagined those things but she, she does tell have... her later like tosing tells her like straight up it's like i don't blame you for what happened to Yuri and I don't blame yeah. you for what happened to your mother because she should have known better. But that's a long yeah. time coming. Yeah. No, I know yeah. it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. far into the book that that does happen. Yeah, there. Yeah. And okay, I the moment I treasure from that relationship is when um, Young Sook stumbles into their house in the night, right and after they have she's that wordless escaped. greeting, mm-hmm. and she feels her swelling belly, and they have that connection that that's going to go on. Yeah, um, because. Um, is it Chun Bu? Mm-hmm. Is her husband? Who, what's mm-hmm. her husband's name? Chun Bu. Chun Bu. Mm-hmm. He um sounded lovely. I know. I, mean, I in loved a world him. Of of arranged marriages. Granted, they knew each other their whole life, so like that put an interesting right. light yeah. on well arranged arranged mm-hmm. marriages. Like it was interesting because when um I don't remember his name, but um uh me, oh my gosh, what was Mija's his husband? As soon 
Is he Sun 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 Moon? Yeah, something like that. Uh, look. Anyway, when he shows up and she, you're hearing it from her perspective, right? And yeah. she thinks like, oh, he's so handsome, he's so nice. I want to. I'm yeah. sad that I'm not marrying him, and oh, she's jealous yeah. of Mija. And then, so you're sort of tainted into when she does get matched up with Chunbu. You feel the same way where you're like, well, oh, okay, I hope you. he's good. Yeah. But then he's like, so nice he's to the her. Best. I loved him. <laughs> I loved their relationship because yeah, you wait, could wait, tell wait. how much they loved yeah. each other. Wait, yeah. who are we talking about? Um, Young, Young Sook's, Sook's husband. husband. Yes. Yes. Um, they just My heart... made a beautiful family together. Yeah. Like, I love describing, like, he's trying to learn English and the kids are like, nah, 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 we yeah. know it. And yeah. she's even like, oh, this is easy. And she's worried about how she <laughs> thinks that, like, he's going to know so much. He's so much more educated and well educated than her. But he tells her, like, yeah, but, like, you're. You provide for our family. Yeah. Like, they're such good partners. Yeah, they're and he's perfect. Good mirrors for each other. Yeah. When when she's told he, you are perfectly matched, and at first she's very resentful, and she says, "Go down." And the first person that you see that gets off the boat, that's you know. And when she she's sees like, him, no, she's no, like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> that's my friend's brother. I've known him yeah. since he was a kid." <laughs> but as their relation, as she she pre- that to me, it's like wow, the person you were matched with. This, the person who cared so much about you made knew who you were and knew what your needs would be. And that to me, getting paired with that, you know, the, how they were paired showed such great love. Like I she felt- really was understood. Like, it's almost like you want to say she got you. She really did get you. <laughs> I felt I felt bad for Mija in that when her real story came out. Well, no. Well, yes. But oh, not- that broke my heart. Because Young Sook's mother wasn't there, if Young Sook's mother, I think, had been around, she wouldn't have been paired with oh, what's Sun- his name? Yeah, Sun- um, But grandmother was in charge, and grandma yeah. never liked never liked Mija, nope. so she mm-hmm. thought that the match was perfect. Yep, she got what she does. She, she knowingly exactly she knew because Mija came story. to her and said, yeah. "This happened to me," and she's like, yeah. "You got to marry him." Yep, and. Yeah, that was hard to listen to because yes. you had respect for her grandmother because of how much Young Sook loved her and talked yeah. about it. Her yeah. talked about her, but yep. that was hard. Yep. And then it's the it's the shortcomings of even the the best people. Mm-hmm. You know? But it wasn't it's like our okay. narrator. Yeah, she's good people. Just everybody's flawed. Yep. But then later, when you find out that okay, uh, Misha, yeah, she's with child, but not by her own fault. But she wasn't with child. She wasn't. That's where I was tripping. Oh, she on wasn't. Myself. Wait, 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 she wasn't is, pregnant right? when she, she got married. She thought she might be. Oh, she. And that's the only way to the, solve the it. The problem was there was a chance that she could have been pregnant. Yeah. So that's why they had to get married right away. And then what a disappointment she oh, but wasn't. It was. But it wasn't like she flirted. It's because he forced himself no, he on her. Yeah, no, he raped like her. Clara calls it. She's like, and, he raped you, Grandma. Yeah. But when I think of, of. But the fact that she went to Young Sook's grandmother and told her that and she's like well you gotta marry him like if 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 her she's mom so, would have been there it would have not she always talked about how how very petty she loved her grandma yeah. and how very petty her grandma I think was you're right i yeah. think you're right i don't think that would have happened no. because um young young six mother like really she was an advocate took her as yeah. her daughter yes like took her under her she care. really kind of advocated for her and really yeah, she was. She mothered her as if it was. As she, if she saw was her own. a motherless child. Mm-hmm. And yeah. She, which God bless her, because her aunt child. and uncle were useless. 
And in spite of that, she still took care of her aunt and uncle. Yeah. When, I mean, but when I think of Young Sook, how jealous she was not understand because of her lack of understanding. There's, I really think that that right there, that's where things started to turn was her own petty jealousy born out of ignorance because her friend could not tell, didn't even have time to say, this is what happened to me. It's, He's not that great. <laughs> so I'm feeling yeah. like a little, sh- like I have a shortcoming here that I keep calling her young six mother. Yeah. What is her name? Mother. No, she has a name. I, I'm sure she <laughs> does. But like she gets referred to because it's me. It's a uh, young six voice. It's she mother. Was, all she was time. like the chief. <laughs> he- she was the chief of the Henyo. Yeah. I'm sure so that somebody says it early on. Yeah. yeah. But it's. I read it earlier when I was looking through. It's, it's mother something. in all the text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's, I mean, there are other questions, but they're not as interesting, so I didn't... Well, I mean, we're having such a good organic yeah. conversation. You chose good questions that you didn't share. Um, uh, Boltec is not spelled the way I thought it would be. What is I really it? thought it was with a P. Oh. <laughs> the, oh, uh-huh. The name of the, the their the beach Poltoc- shelter. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I didn't read any of it, so after... I listened to all of it, and now I'm, like, looking up information about it. I'm like, I, that's not how I thought that was going to be spelled. That's not how I thought that was going to be spelled. <laughs> yeah. You know, and another thing I thought was interesting for it to be minimized is um, the... She never names her siblings. Little sister, and not much mention of right. her. Uh, and brother one, and brother... Or right. first brother, second brother, third brother, and fourth brother. Yeah, I like that. Um, she bounced fourth brother on her hip. <laughs> we don't know their names <laughs> yeah that's interesting that wasn't really a important um i think kin sun sil sun sil yeah okay that sounds right sun sil yeah so it's not until they're at her funeral oh help me understand <laughs> this one young Sook's mother recites the aphorism if you plant red beans then you will harvest red oh, beans oh you get what you give Jenbu repeats the phrase uh, uh, Junbu repeats a phrase on page 199, although I have no idea because on the Kindle version, they have pages. <laughs> well, he, that's how, when he's talking about How are these the two kids. characters interpret the same? Her mother is interpreting it one way. Is Junbu interpreting the same or different? I think so. Um, I don't know. I, I don't remember mother saying it the first time, but I remember Junbu saying it. would be Junbu on page saying. 39. Okay. <laughs> I, that's awesome. talking about how he wants to raise his children educated and he wants them to go to school. Yeah. And if you... To be more than red beans. <laughs> well, if you, if, you ra- if you plant that in them, if you you know intend that for them (laughs) then they're gonna grow up and they're gonna you know fulfill that i love though that even though she wasn't as educated she really she she wasn't an advocate for her children getting education in the beginning though no i mean after he died right she 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 sought to honor that but then she's like that's not real we can't do that yeah but then (laughs) you dream are you but then i think part of her sort of regrets it because like her her daughter is able to have opportunities that that no one else could have but it it draws her child her daughter into a world beyond her well it's that growing pain of like you want for your children you want for your children to have a better experience in this world than you had right yeah but there's this like little bit of jealousy that they get to do that like so, you know, like, it's a jealousy, it's a fear of letting them out into the world. Right. You want them to fly away, but not too far away. Right. You know? Like, like when Alexander was little, I 
I wanted him just an arm's distance. Like, mm-hmm. you can go do your own thing, but if I can't reach out and grab your collar, then you've gone too far. I got over that. But but that's, <laughs> but that's I remember thinking about that. Like, how far away can he wander? If I can reach him, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get to page 39? Yes. Um, this is good. Okay. Um, uh, Defiance skittered across me just features. My father was not a traitor. He worked for the Japanese in Jeju City. But that doesn't mean mother cut her off to recite a familiar aphorism. If you plant red beans, then you will harvest red beans. This meant that a child's character and behavior came from what the parents planted. No one likes a collaborator, she said matter-of-factly. The people in the seven villages of Hado are ashamed when you're, were ashamed when your mother and father chose that life. Um, that's interesting because I was thinking about that, but that that's like when they first meet her. Yeah. yeah. And her mother changes her perspective on her pretty quickly, whereas at yeah. first she doesn't trust her, but then she's like, okay, but you're like a daughter to me. Whereas that well, perspective... Have, yeah, just been feeling sad for a hungry child. Right. And then it grew to something right. better. But that perspective of like, you, your parents were Japanese collaborators, you're a Japanese collaborator, in my mind, that seems more grandma to me than mom. Well... How much do we have to try to unlearn okay, wait, wait, wait. There's, And there's a red bean experience there. Yeah. Her mother is was oh, trained by her by her mother. And so, yeah. so um, And yet Sun Sil had the strength of character to make her own decisions about how to treat this, right. this poor child. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's like also it so, it's, I love got, how Junboon uses it. Like, yeah, I like right. how Jumper uses it in a more modern, like, okay, well, if you're going to use that logic on me, what do you want for these kids? Right. <laughs> it's a perfect, like, husband-wife yes, fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, don't confuse me with the facts. You can use these words against me later. <laughs> Where have we heard that this morning? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that. I want to talk just briefly about, you know, they talked about Confucianism is traditionally played a lesser role on gen- Jeju than elsewhere in Korea. And pardon me, I don't fully understand Confucianism other than it, it's more mainland China. Well, it's, and, um, I don't think it, I don't and it's think different it's from unique. the shamanism. Cause I know that shamanism was outlawed at some yeah, point, mm-hmm. but you know, in the smaller villages, they're going to do what they're going to do and let the outside right. world do what it's going to do. They have less outside influence. Um, but it, it has some practical app. The shamanism has practical applications for the for the henyo. Mm-hmm. It says, do the traditional traditions and rituals help the henyo conquer the fear and anxieties they have about the dangerous work they do, or does it does it bring comfort during illness, death, and other tragedies? Does Young Suk ever question her beliefs, and why? Yeah, I think that the that having a shaman to speak for you to you know the dragon sea god who will either bless you or, you know, whatever, when you're in the sea, it's it's the perspective that you have somebody else to blame if something does go wrong. And she does question her faith. It's at the end, when she talks about, like, well, okay, when you threw the rice cake at the tree and it stuck and that meant that right. I was going to have good luck in, luck in my marriage... Like, what was that a lie? Because I had a horrible... Because everything about that Everything was ended awful. horribly for me, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. And yet did it. Right. She says, yeah. I've questioned this my whole life. Like, I, I, I believe, you know, in fate and in... Um, because I think she's talking to her daughter about Wansoon, where it's like, she had a good fortune. Like, what? why did that happen? And she's like, I don't know, but I've questioned that myself, but I... I, well, know. and then there was the one gal who got a bad fortune, 
and her life ended up being okay. Right. I, I think that that like mentioning the religious um, restrictions um, speaks to a lot of things. Like it historically is just a fact. Mm-hmm. It speaks to the Japanese um, dictating their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Confucianism got its start in China, but it like took hold in Japan and it's a, it's more of like a philosophy than a religion. Right. So mm-hmm. it's a logical philosophizing instead of a deeply spiritual connected to nature. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the Islanders were able to continue and persist with how they wanted to live mm-hmm. speaks to their, like their separate, but apart, but separate, you know, um, and that they could, like they need that to make their island work. Like well, they really need to be in touch with the nature. Right. And then there was that that message from the dead that 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 young Suk that was totally for her. Yeah. And Misha said, "No, that was for me." me. Yeah. <laughs> and felt... here's how I totally took it, and you didn't think I belonged there, but yet I felt like this gave me uh, peace. This was... Common Kin says, like, maybe it was just for both of you. Right. Yeah. Like, and again, back into point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, when we hear it, it sounds like it's going to Young Suk because that's how she's hearing it. And that's right. the voice who's and telling us. And that's who's us. telling us. But when Nija gives it this new twist, you're like, oh my God. I, like, to me, I was like, of course they were talking to you. Oh, yeah. Right. Of, of course. From, from Young Suk's perspective, it's like, we found forgiveness. It's like, okay, that means. To her, maybe that their soul is more at rest. Like yeah. they found forgiveness. This bad thing happened to me, but I found forgiveness. They all said the same thing, which brought her comfort. But Mija's like, well, no, they they were talking about me. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Mija agrees with Young Suk. She mm-hmm. feels that she perpetrated this betrayal by right. not saving her family, even though she didn't feel like she had the power to do it. She still felt responsible for it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at no point do I ever feel young, that Mija is angry with young Suka or just defensive. She agrees. With she her. is. She agrees with her, but she's trying. She's tried hard over and yeah. over and over to try to reconnect and have um, peace with 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 no, young Suka. But young yeah. Suka's like, no, 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 no. And you know, young Suka did never gave Mija what Dosang gave her Mm-mm. that relief of responsibility for right this mm-hmm. loss um we see the kong sisters one gives the other one release of that yeah. responsibility um and and young sick never 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 has the ability to give that to mija and mija dies without that i wonder if that's because young Suk's mother died while she was still quite young and she didn't get that maturity she didn't get that if, if other if let's say if young Suk's mother had stayed alive mm-hmm. and and she was young she got married if these other bad things had happened while her mother was around her mother might have given her a different perspective yeah, yeah. Definitely. in some sense she becomes this motherly child kind of lost in the same way that Mija was lost without a mother oh that's interesting it 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 shapes how they are able to view things without that mature connection motherly connection to that's help guide them and in 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 that way that's and she didn't have and she didn't have sister she didn't have a sister close enough to her age like the the the, the what do you call the 
the, the other sisters. sisters, the Kong sisters. Mm-hmm. They were close enough in, together. Or were they twins? I had, yes. I okay. Think, I think they were either what? twins or they or were just really close. close yeah, I kept thinking they were twins. I think that and then they something just else had a me. lot of babies very quickly. In yes. this. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think yes. anybody was really too far apart in age. <laughs> right. Um, but they're. I think it's yeah. just because their names sounded alike that I just imagined that they were twins, I but them I don't think they were. Yeah. There was some point where I was like, oh, maybe they're not. Uh, maybe their age is mentioned or something. I don't know. Um, there's so much to unpack in this book. <laughs> yeah, we could talk for another hour about it, but yeah. like, um, I hope that if you haven't read it, we have we've only intrigued you and not ruined too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like every time, it's like don't I listen to it, it until you read it first. <laughs> I like we say that an hour into the podcast. Oh, if you haven't listened to should, it, yet, you should be known by now. You should read it. Yeah. <laughs> The last time we ruined a book. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Or the last several times. Like, it's not a review. We're discussing the finish. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. But, okay, I, like I said, there's so many great books about, there's um, a few questions that, not so much questions, but comments. Um, Consider reading Snowflower and the Secret Fan, which follows a lifelong friendship between two women in 19th century China. That's also excellent. And the culture behind um, young girls in China, they make these fans and they, with, you know, when a fan is folded, all you see is paper, but when mm-hmm. you open it up, there's in the folds becomes a way of passing messages. Oh, and, and, and it's the kind of thing that only happens again within, she, she talks a lot about female connections. And in that book, there's, uh, there's young girl connections that go throughout their life. Um, if you read, um, if you read the humming, the tea girl of hummingbird lane, that apparently there's a place, um, where you can own your own Korean. Oh, to learn how to have your own Korea taste tea and tasting package for book clubs, click here. Uh That is um, it, at lisac.com. She -hmm. has a place where you can actually got a lot of resources. Yeah. There's a lot of good websites. Oh, uh, no, that's pretty much I'm it. intrigued by her on Golden Mountain, which tells the story of her Chinese American family settlement mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. There's another book um, that I heard about recently. You know, I, I'm excited about this wave to tell the true American story mm-hmm. <laughs> where everyone gets to talk about how they built this country or what was taken from them as that went on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to learn as an adult, the things that you really were not taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Western about a Chinese American, like a Chinese family settling in the West, um, Western about the West. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and it sounded amazing. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it easily. Well, you can look it forward. was mentioned on NPR recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think learning these true stories is um, so enlightening, and yeah. um, I'm glad for these authors who are telling these stories to um, to help me see clear. Yeah. Speaking of immigrants and their experiences in America. Part of Shanghai Girls talks about the founding of Chinatown in Ho- near Hollywood. Ooh. So that how that community gets started and even the culture of how many sons, the culture of having um, adopted sons 
was a way of smuggling people out of China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I, the one man can have like forty five sons, some of them <laughs> older than him. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds uh, interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. Um, well, because to be Shanghai is a whole nother thing too. That is right? well, okay. And then there's a, is that in that book? In yeah, book it well? is. That right. there's a reason why that was called that. Although I don't know if the term is still is culturally appropriate anymore. Right. Well, I, I mean, it's a historical term, even if it's yeah, unfair. yeah. Um, so this was my book. Who had the book before? Who's it's got Katie's the, turn. It's Katie's turn. turn. So, um. I have a book that I really want to read, um, but it's a classic, so I'm hoping that neither of you have read it. Wait, before you announce it. Yes. Okay. This book that I mentioned is called How Much of These Hills is Gold? How Much of These Hills is Gold? So if you're interested Mm. in Westerns and mysteries and learning more about, uh, you know, different points of view of our country, there you go. Okay. Um, So... I wanted to pick a book that was going to be somewhat spooky, even though Ooh. the Island of Sea Women is technically our October episode. But if you start listening or reading now for um, like this will span through Halloween. So I wanted right. something a little spooky. Cool. Um, so the book that I'm hoping that you haven't read. Um, <laughs> the spooky book I probably haven't. Was published in 1938. It's oh. not that spooky. Rebecca oh. by Daphne du Maurier. <gasps> no, I've only seen the movie. Right. But it's I've been a long, long time. Okay, good. <laughs> I have read other books by her because um, I find her like a very fascinating writer. Uh-huh. Who's it by? Daphne du Maurier. Um, it is... How do you spell her last name? D-U space M-A-U-R-I-E-R. M-A-U-R-I-E-R. There's a new du- movie yeah. coming out about it. Um, and I know How there's there an older movie. several movies... Yeah, um, it's there's spooky, like an old classic. It's, a, it's like a spooky black. I probably haven't seen the black and white, the old black and white one in there's a long time. There's a new one coming out with Army yeah. Hammer and Lily James, I think, are the people in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a little like blurb about it. So it says, the novel begins in Monte Carlo, where our heroine is swept off her feet by the dashing widower Maxim de Winter and his mm-hmm. sudden proposal of marriage. Orphaned and working as a lady's maid, she can barely believe her luck. It's only when they arrive at his massive country estate that she realizes how large of a shadow his, light, his late wife will mm-hmm. cast over their lives, presenting her with a lingering evil that threatens to destroy their marriage from beyond the grave. It's like a modern Wuthering Heights. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I have not. It is. Yeah, it totally is. I have yeah. not read it. I am. It's excited. a little spookier than that, but that's a great one. Well, okay, good. Um, I just want to share because I don't like foolishly using inappropriate terms. Uh-huh. Um, I understood Shanghai to be being stolen from the uh, West Coast to be taken away to, uh, like, kidnapped to Shanghai. Uh-huh. It is a culturally insensitive term. I apologize if I upset anyone. Um, but it is it is historically means that. Mm-hmm. They were kidnapping people to go fight in the Opium War. So, mm. it, I mean, it is an offensive term, but it is also a historical term of an action. <laughs> So, so if you're to speaking of a historical events, that's one thing. Just yeah. don't use it in your modern talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I really meant historically. I knew right, you. I, I knew. But I, I wanted well, to I educate myself in that, that swift moment. Yes. Um, I did not mean to. Uh, it, the other in- offensive term is to uh, like coerce someone into something they want to do. Right. I didn't mean it that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you um, read along with us and you enjoyed this book because we really 
um, all enjoyed it, it seemed. Um, yes. And uh, we hope that you will join us for our next book, um, Rebecca. So, um, Wait, any um, books you read that you loved? I have not read anything else this month. <laughs> oh, 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 this book oh, oh, was very oh, consuming. This was a lot of books. And, or Karen apparently read three other books this Holy month. Holy cow. So. Four. Four other books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my fourth book. All right. Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste. What's your that, name? Yeah, that looks good. So good. Okay, so it's different from the movie, of of course, from the series. Sure. Both, the, both the show and the book are great in their own right. But oh my gosh, you will find yourself yelling and Ooh. so emotionally connected oh. and and cheering, but also like, like in a good way because this book here that we just <laughs> finished was. A, almost a little too much for me with the current like state of the world what happens in the book mm-hmm. the emotional attachment to everybody and then i was also watching the vow which is about like um women being misused in the cult so <laughs> not, like the, not like the okay vow. Yeah. Not like the vow. all right good okay. but little fires everywhere by celeste i think ing is ng is how you pronounce oh, is the spelling yeah. wait, i wait, think wait because when is so it's maybe n- new I don't know. I don't know. NG. I'm probably spelling it, mispronouncing it, so I'm just going to spell N G. Um, so well, so well done. I'm like page 257 of 338, and I started this last weekend. Um, <laughs> I'm reading Lovecraft Country, which you said was a yep. great book, yep. and I'm enjoying that show so much. I think it's kind of similar. That oh, I forgot um, I read Lovecraft Cut. Love. Well, I, th- I think it's sort of, I was almost going to suggest it when you threw up spooky recommendations, but I'm not done. So oh, I, don't uh-huh. I, wanna, I don't know if I want to recommend it yet. But Lovecraft Country, the show is amazing on HBO. I'm just at the beginning of the book, but it's very vividly done. Wow, I'm, I'm like reading like four four books a month. I'm doing great. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm listening to them. Makes mm-hmm, a difference. Mm-hmm. Listening and reading. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have not read any. You're good. This was I've a lot of books. This is plenty book. <laughs> yes. oh, oh my goodness. This, this so is a lot of book for One a last thing I want to say about it because I loved it so much. Probably will re-listen at some point or actually read it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the only other one I felt this strongly about was the... Um, Witches of New York, mm-hmm. and it's the same. I think for the same reason, like those strong female friendships. I mm-hmm. I keep going back to that book and how much I enjoyed it and mm-hmm. how much I really want. I because I know there's like a prequel with the same yeah. character. Yeah. I want to reread that, and I, I think it's there's not maybe an audio book, a... which is actually <laughs> foolishly that's what gets is it in not. The way. I keep looking on Audible and I can't find it. Huh? I thought um, I listened. So maybe to it, I but... just need to read it. Yeah. Uh, I mean Question. the the prequel. The oh, um, oh the birth. Oh. It's the birth. The birthing. Chair, I think. Home or something like that. Birthing house. Maybe. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sounds right. Um, it's I can't find it as an audio book. Maybe oh, I should read it as my real book. Got it. Then. If I see Rebecca and it says Catalan edition, does it, Catalan? Does it's that mean in, it's in Spanish? Probably in Catalan. Yeah. Well, Catalan. What's Catalan? Yeah. It's, what, it's they Spanish. Speak in Spain. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Just that specific dialect. Okay. Um, yeah. So don't get the Catalan <laughs> unless you speak. Maybe we should agree on. Well, I don't know if we need to do that, but I remember you like we all had different versions of Emma. I think I always, you and I had the same Emma, and you oh, had a yeah, different maybe. Emma. This one just says by Daphne Demori. Are you going to listen to it or are you going to read it? Um, we'll, we'll we'll take this conversation. Off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, you guys yeah. for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. I hope you love Bye. This book too. <laughs>